Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Raider Reacts. I am of course Kevin and you are here for another hour or so of music and chat with myself. In fact, it's a bit more music than chat this week. Uh, it's mainly due to the fact that it, it's been a rough week. And, and uh, I, I have not got a lot of time to really think about things. But for the next hour, and, hang on, what's this? Rexy's gone off season. Don't worry about sticking to the hour too much if you want to go over. Wait, wait, hang on a minute. Wait. Rexy's not here. If Rexy's not here, then. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Quick, quick. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's around here somewhere. It's around here somewhere. Um, there, there. Play, quick, play! Anyway, welcome to this week's Sega Mix Drive. I'm your host, Kenzie, and I'm here for the next couple of hours to bring you the best in Sega Song Remix all over the world because you know there's more music out there than just the visual stuff, and it's great to showcase new music from around the internet. You are, of course, listening to Radio Sega. Oh my goodness, have you seen the radio outside today? What is up with that? Anyway, we've got Remix Remix and stuff, but you've never even heard of. And. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. When does she breathe? I think, I think I can officially say, I can officially say I'm too old for this shit. Just, forget it, forget it, forget it. We'll just, just have normal Randy Redux. Damn it. Dino, it's Dino, Dino, the one you are, Dino. 
iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Sega. You're listening to Radio Redux. Does Intra recall saying that we needed a better appreciation of the uh, Sonic and Secret Rings soundtrack? And that still stands. The first track you heard there was, of course, The Wicked Wild. Level for Dinosaur Jungle from Sonic and the Secret Rings. Composed by uh, Fumi Kumatani and the vocals by Rumblebee on that occasion from the uh, 2007 album. After that, we actually had um, from Space Jam on the Sega Saturn. Uh, it's just track three. There's there's no, there's no specific name for it, uh, but I thought it was quite nice and uh, something you've probably not heard. I don't think it's even part of the rotation, actually. 
Space Jam. It's not the different version, but not the Saturn version. So, uh, yeah, something you would not have heard on Radio Sega. So today, what am I going to actually talk about today? That's a very good question, because, oh my god, I just have... You know when you wake up and you've got zero energy? Absolutely zero. I was so productive yesterday with all manner of things with the LMC site going on. And I'm slowly clawing my way through all the stuff in WordPress pending that needs to be confirmed and reworked. Or, or binned or what have you and it's just like I did so many posts yesterday and just got into that in a nice rhythm and I've got, I end up sleeping for 10 hours <laughs> and, which is a very long time for me and I just no energy at all there's stuff I want I did want to talk about as well um, before next week's show which will be an LMC cast one way or the other, is going to be an LMC cast next week. And I... What was it? Oh, yeah, that was it. So, the LMC Discord, which I invite you to join, by the way. There's good people on there. There was a discussion in the Sega... In the uh, Sega part of it. Well, I'll say a discussion. It was more like an argument, really. Um, between <laughs> Titans Greed and Double Cross um, about Big the Cat so yeah I have thoughts on Big the Cat people won't agree with my thoughts on Big the Cat but I should probably explain Big the Cat is I okay so, so Big the Cat the character I have no problem with Big the Cat the character Big is your everyman Big is is the guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Average Joe. There is nothing essentially special about Big the Cat. He's just the guy who's going around doing his own life, doing his own thing, and keeps finding himself in ridiculous circumstances. Chronicles did a great job of you know, giving him an interesting personality, and it, it, it sort of touched on the thing that Knuckles the Echidna has in the Sonic Boom series, Whereas, like, yeah, you think this guy's kind of dumb because of the way he speaks and some of the things he comes out with, but actually he's smarter than, you know, you give him credit for. Because he's got, he's, he's not smart on certain things, but there's other real world stuff that he does and has been doing, which means that he's a smarter character in that sense. He's more sort of real-world savvy, in a way, than he is for anything else. Um, so we were talking about... The conversation was about cameos. And there's uh, obviously a festival going on at the minute in Japan, and Sonic Channel did a very beautiful piece of artwork. Very beautiful. most beautiful piece of artwork I've seen from in a very long time of Shadow and Maria on Ark looking sort of up, sitting in like on an observatory deck or something, looking up at the stars and Maria being all excited and trying to explain stuff. And then just randomly in the corner in in as a constellation is the word big. And the question was being asked was whether or not this was, you know, a bit too much. And I will 
go back to what I said previously on other channels that I don't like Big. Not because of the character, but because of how he's used and the manner in which he's used. There's nothing essentially wrong about him, you know, just popping up in the background here and there. Was that needed? No. You know, things can be left as they are and they don't need, as has been the case over the last five years, everything does not need big shoved into it, shoehorned into it. We've not got to force the issue of a cameo or appearance or a reference. And that's what it's been, forced. Uh, a lot of the time there's no subtlety, there's a lot of time there's no you know, purpose in it. If you're doing something for the sake of doing it, then it loses how special it is. Um, Big, yes, Big is this character, you know, that his whole thing was, to quote Titan Creed, his entire existence is a meme. And, well, memes, you know, if you, if you fall, again, if you force it, then, you know, the enjoyment and the, and the, what makes it what it is, is lost. And the thing, reason I don't, really don't like Big and how he's being used comes from um, this is the bit where you'll get upset uh, this is all your fault in the community because you inadvertently yes made it so that Big becomes a marketing tool he stopped being character and became a marketing tool and that happened, and a lot, everyone seems to have forgotten this. This happened because of like the aftermath of, um, as, again, as I said before, Sonic fan base is on a wheel. Everything is on like a giant wheel, and that wheel is constantly turning. And depending upon where that wheel is, a game is deemed good, bad, what have you. Uh, and... In the same way, the Sega and Sonic fanbase kind of flip-flops from one one part to the other. So, a while ago, um, sort of post-06, we had the thing where people say, couldn't we just have Sonic on his own, and there's too many friends, and everything else. And then we got, I've, actually, timing, actually, because this, this wasn't intended, but we had Sonic and the Secret Rings, and then it was just Sonic. And one of the things that people said at the time was, hey, that's cool, we got ourselves a Sonic-only game. Then we had a couple of, sort of things where it was, oh, you could only play as Sonic. And that includes, you know, Unleashed, because it's still Sonic, even if it's the Werehog. And then people started saying, hey, I'd really kind of like to play as, at least bring back, at least bring back Tails. At least bring back Tails. And then sort of snowballing, and then we had instances with many characters again where you could play as them. Thanks to the uh, racing games and things like that. So then, then characters became playable again. And then no, you got another couple of years and that wheel's turned. And Big became the symbol. Big the cat became the symbol for everything 
that represent this was in the media as well i should point out uh, he, he big became a focus a focus a focal point of everything that people meant when they say sonic and his many many friends He's so many friends and blah. And it wasn't helped by the fact that they kept bringing in some... Like, every new game had a new character in it. Uh, we, we went through that period of, like... And, you know... Sonic Adventure 2's kind of to blame by this because it started by introducing three uh, characters. And then Heroes went and introduced... Or reintroduced three characters. Um, you've got... Uh, Advance 2 bring in Cream and you've got um, 06 bringing in Silver and Rush bringing in Blaze and Rush Adventure bringing in Marine and it, it just kept going. It just kept going with these these additional characters and people turned around and said, you know, is this in the, the wheel turned and enough's enough. We want to be going back, so we want to get rid of these characters. And then Sonic Team turned around and said, "Yeah, you know what? We won't do that anymore." Will Izuka basically said, and the Sonic Team said, "You know, we'll we'll effectively retire big. Um, you know, we'll 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 make it so you know you won't see we'll to take big away." And there's nothing there's nothing offensively wrong with Big. Like I say, he's just. An ordinary guy. He has no special powers. And in a way, that is what makes him special. You know, he's not... He can't throw fire. He can't lift things with his mind. He can't run fast or jump high. He's just a guy with a fishing rod, for God's sake, who wants to find his friend. Then what happened? When... After everyone was saying, yeah, 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 let's get rid of all these friends. And the community was saying this too. This, you know, let's dial back these friends. Let's focus it down. Because that's one of the problems why we the, the game quality is so bad. It's because we're not focusing on the core mechanics. And we're not focusing on Sonic and Tails and Knuckles and Eggman. And and everyone sort of went, aiming, I guess. And then they just went, yeah, we can. Yeah, just focus on those. Focus on those. Never mind everyone else. Never mind everyone else. Focus on that, and then the games will be good. And then Sonic Team went, okay. Okay, we'll we'll stop it, we'll get rid of Big. And then the community turned around and just went, wait, you're taking something away from us? How dare you take something away from us? That's ours! We love Big! Sonic Team going, wait, hang on a minute, but I thought you said that... No, never mind that! You, you can't start taking characters away from this series. No, we want Big back. We want more Big. And Sonic Team went, you sure about that? And the community went, yeah, yeah, give us Big. We want Big. And suddenly Big was the most bloody popular character in the series for no other reason than they threatened to take him away. And then... This is Sega America's fault, unsurprisingly. Suddenly, you went big absolutely everywhere and in everything. And everyone lapped it up and went, yay, because Big's back. Big hadn't actually gone anywhere, but never mind, yay Big. And then Big became a marketing tool. And the addition of Big into things became something they could promote 
and something they could hang a hat on in terms of interaction with the community and then it lost its specialty. That's when it became ordinary and unimportant and big as a character got diminished because big stopped being the everyman character big just became a background joke and that's all because you guys didn't want him to go away and then was like we want more of him So when that wheel turns again, and it's been turning for a while, and you come to the same realisation that, you know, we've got a bit too much of this big fella now. Let's just stop putting him in everything. As sweet a character as he is, let's stop putting him in everything. And you turn round and say to Sega and Sonic Team, yeah, can we, can we stop that now? Just remember... It's all your fault in the first place that this occurred.
So of course we had to have some uh, Big the Cat music there because hey, shoehorn that guy in here as well. But that was in fact uh, Jin's Noise remix from the Sonic Adventure remix album of Lazy Days Living in Paradise, Big's theme. Uh, he's the only version of that on the album, incidentally. Uh, most of the other tracks seem to have like two remixes. I think one second actually. Let's just let's double check that for the sake of accuracy. So, Sonic Adventure Remix, uh, 10 tracks, Unknown From Me, My Sweet Passion, My Sweet Passion, Open Your Heart, Believe In Myself, Lazy Days in Paradise, track 6, Open Your Heart, Believe In Myself, Unknown From Me, and Open Your Heart. So, yeah, what's the other one? Myself, Open Your Heart, has My Sweet Passion is 2, Unknown From Me is 2. Uh, so there's three, version, three versions of Open Your Heart you've got on that album, which is far too many. <laughs> far too many. And then uh, just that version of uh, Lazy Days Living in Paradise. So, after that we actually had another remix from Overclocked Remix, more specifically their relatively new Club or Karina album, featuring some uh, EDM versions of uh, tracks from Ocarina of Time. The uh, artist was Flexstyle and that was their interpretation of the uh, Bolero Fire music. Up next we got a couple of more tracks for you um, of, an, if, of an interesting collection, I will say. First up is a game which I very much doubt has been requested or played on uh, Radio Sega in recent years, and certainly hasn't appeared on Radio Redux in any way, shape, or form, which is Lake Masters Pro Dreamcast Plus. There's track five from that as your next one. Uh, following that, we've got uh, another remix of the sort. It's a uh, 1996 track, and it's from a certain Sonic the Hedgehog album that may or may not be remixy. Uh, you'll see. For 15 years, bringing you the best in video game music, this is Radio Redux.
We seem to be having a bit of a remix show anyway, aren't we? Funny that. So, uh, last track there you had was Entering Death Egg Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 1996 remix album. Uh, also known as the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Arcade album by a uh, number of people. That's actually because Arcade are the label. It's uh, the uh, arcade music company. Uh, copyrighted by uh, them and their German uh, subsidiary company. Like I say, created in uh, 1996. Uh, there's actually a CD-ROM part of that. Uh, which would enable you to get a uh, Sonic video, some CD player, related software, uh, and Comic Zone as well. You could uh, play some Comic Zone. Another one of those ones from that era, that sort of German-backed series of of, of albums that we've got, which are in the sort of the trance, happy hardcore type uh, area. Um, for those of you who might be interested, actually, uh, the music for track seven was actually made by somebody by the name of Emerald Hill. Just track seven specifically. Emerald Hill, uh, also known as E Hill, on a couple of uh, other albums. Uh, they're kind of responsible for They Call Me Sonic and also for King of the Ring. Uh, they Call Me Sonic's Air Rave version actually appeared uh, with them as E-Hill, as I said before, uh, on the Happy Rave 4 Special German Edition 2CD compilation, also in 1996. Another one of those very weird CDs that you can you can grab ever want to get like the really really weird outlandish Sega Sonic <laughs> music CDs does indeed feature on there with a whole host of other very bizarre music first up though I did say we were going to let get Lake Masters Pro Dreamcast Plus the uh, 2000s golf game for the Dreamcast and we were going to get track 5 for that I actually changed it at the last minute to track The track prior to that, as I said, was going to be from Lake Masters Pro Dreamcast Plus, a 2000s golf game for the Dreamcast. Um, but I changed it, actually, at the last minute from track 5 to track 3. Why? Because, damn it, track 3 sounds a lot better than track 5 does. So I accidentally clicked on 3 and and started playing that and thinking, started thinking oh, actually, you know, that's that, that sounds better. So, so there you go. That's what you had. Some gaming news from around the rest of the world. If you think video games are more expensive nowadays than they used to be back in the day, well, um, just bear in mind that it could be a heck of a lot worse. An auctions place in Dallas, Texas, uh, just this Friday, sold a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System for a whopping... $114,000. It was graded 9.4 out of 10. Took 29 bids. Previous record over was just over, just a shade over 100k. It, but yeah, most expensive game in the world now.
actually, incidentally, the previous uh, record was also held by Super Mario Bros. Which got me to thinking, actually, how well the Mario games hold their price. When it comes to sales and stuff, you know, you get the odd one here and there that Nintendo do, but they're still, you know, relatively relatively high pricing in everything they do. Compare and contrast that to Sega and Sonic, who, with the uh, Steam sales, uh, obviously, we, we usually get at least once a year some Sonic bundle comprising everything, absolutely everything. Uh, but... You know, the more recent ones tend to get very drastically reduced. And I believe, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I believe that under the current Steam sale, you could get the original Sonic for like 79p or something. Bearing in mind this is a company that pretty much for a very, very long time, uh, relied on its legacy titles, relied on the strength of the Sonic franchise, um, and the power of getting people to repurchase those. To have the you know, crown jewel, Sonic 1, be less than a quid, it kind of makes you wonder if they're going about this all the wrong way, really. Because... They've essentially, bear in mind it was pretty cheap anyway, but they've essentially reduced the value of the Crown Jewels to practically nothing. Sonic 1 is now worth nothing, more or less. It does make you wonder if they're kind of selling stuff today, but, you know, kind of screwing themselves tomorrow. Hey. Moving right along, we have another piece of music for you. It's going to be from, well, Mega Man 11, actually. Regretful memories from Mega Man 11, followed by Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2, The Toy Maker's Heart. That is the tracks that are coming up for you.
well, Castlevania, isn't it, really? So it's always going to be a little bit down, ominous. Yeah, that that this really won't do by way of you know uh, final tracks for the day. Um, although the Mega Man Eleven track previously was uh, very nice indeed, very much enjoyed that. And that's not to say that the Castlevania track was bad in any way, shape, or form. But you know, we want a you know, big, you know, cheery, cheery thing to uh, to wrap us up and some something bouncy and getting the blood pumping a little bit. So um, we are going to end with a pair of tracks from two very different games. Actually, first up, we're going to have Each Promise, Elizabeth Team's theme from uh, King of Fighters 13 and the original soundtrack there by SNK Playmore, followed by. Sonic Mayhem's, I'm not talking about normal Sonic here, as in the Hedgehog, Sonic Mayhem's Quake 2 album, and Operation Overlord from that, going back a little bit there. So King of Fighters 13 and Quake 2 is what's coming up to end the day and the show. Thank you very much for listening in. If you're listening live on Radio Sega, thank you very much indeed. Uh, There is obviously nobody after us. So maybe uh, head over to uh, us on iTunes or on Spotify and you can find us there. Also, of course, you've got Radio Sega's wonderful request ability. Uh, Get your requests in now. What stuff you want to hear? Thousands of tracks to choose from on Radio Sega. For now, though, uh, for Radio Relux for a couple of weeks, like I say, next week on LMC Block is going to be an LMC cast. I will make it happen, damn it! One way or the other, it will definitely be an LMC cast. But until that time, I will say, I've been Kevin, you've been listening to Radio Relux, and I will see you next time. Bye for now.